Welcome to Sold for Soup. I'm Rich Whitman, and sitting next to me is my wife and co-host, Jennifer Whitman. Hey, everybody. Today's podcast number 20. Can you believe it? We've done 20. The Spiritual Fruit of Faithfulness. We started each of these weeks by reading from Galatians 5, through 23. What happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives, much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. So today we're talking about that loyal commitment part, which is faithfulness. Faithfulness is defined as the quality of being dedicated and steadfast in performing one's duties and working for a cause. Another way of thinking about it is reliable or trusted and believed, being steadfast or unwavering in commitment. So basically, it's a constancy in relationships. So if you're constant in keeping your word, then you are in trust. The verb involved in faithfulness because faithful is like an adjective, right? And then faithfulness is a verb, so it implies action. So the verb means to be secure or firm. So origins came from the firmness of that which supports something, like a mother who carries a nursing child. So that spoke to me because I've carried my children and nursed them all for quite a while. So I know that feeling. It demonstrates a fierce loyalty in relationship. The verb also has the meaning of being true in the sense of the agreement of words and assertions with reality. So basically telling the truth. And then it also means the sincerity of acts and words, which means doing what you say you will do. So there's kind of three parts to faithfulness that we just talked about. It's being present and loyal in that presence. It's being honest and it's showing up and doing what you say you'll do. Yeah, and we've become a sloppy generation with all kinds of cover-ups for being unfaithful. Like, for instance, it just fell through the cracks, or I just forgot. And are you sure the deadline was yesterday? My favorite is, I didn't have time. Better stated, other priorities were chosen before your thing got done. However, when we are faithful with what God has placed in our hands, we position ourselves for increase. What do you mean by increase? If you can be trusted with a task or some other responsibility and there's follow-through, you can be given more and trusted to be faithful to complete all that you have been handed. This applies to all aspects of life. So relationships, work, school, school, yeah, everything. Okay, so that makes sense. It's human nature to struggle with faithfulness. We have all broken a promise before. I did it this week. I committed to do something for someone and I totally just put it on the wrong day on my calendar. And I felt really bad because I do not like to do that. But we've all been there, right? We've all broken a promise, canceled on a friend and lied about it or fibbed about it, a little white lie. We've skimped on an assignment at school or at work, not been there for a family member in time of need, avoided responsibility because it's difficult or we had something else we wanted to do. 
it's easy to be lax, I, I think, when it comes to, you know, following through with things. Sometimes people can be pushed toward unfaithfulness by laziness, anxiety, fear, and even pressure. What does the Bible say about faithfulness? So the Bible in Luke 16, 10 through 12 says, One who is faithful in very little is also faithful in much. And one who is dishonest in very little is also dishonest in much. If then you have not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth, who will trust you with the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? In the New Testament, the adjective faithful is a derivative of the Greek noun faith. Here we get the translation faithful as a natural derivative of faith. Once again, the fundamental meaning is that one so described is trustworthy and they're loyal. The root idea is that one has fidelity toward another person or toward God. For example, in 1 Corinthians 7.25, Paul commended himself to the Corinthians as one who is faithful or trustworthy. In Revelation 2.10, the church in Smyrna and subsequent readers are commanded to be faithful unto death. And in Ephesians 1.1, Paul addressed the letter to the faithful in Christ Jesus. In other cases, however, faithful describes God's mode of relation towards persons or towards God's creation. God demonstrates faithfulness for us in the Bible by being present for all of us at all times, especially times of need, and by speaking the truth, making promises and keeping those promises. This is a model for human faithfulness in our relationships with each other and also with our relationship to our Creator. Yeah, unfaithfulness can be very damaging to our mental health as it leads to feelings of guilt, shame, anger, even depression. People who live a lie often feel isolated and alone, as well as they have difficulty forming relationship with others. On the other hand, being faithful in a relationship with your friends, partners, spouse, parents, and children is fulfilling and symbiotic, if you know what that word means. Symbiotic means it's good for both of us. Like we talked about in the last podcast about something being good, where it's beneficial to all. Um, So being faithful is good. But should we only be faithful to someone if they have been faithful to us? What do you think? No, of course not. I spoke with a friend recently who did not have much of a relationship with her father growing up, but she still has contact with him as an adult now. And his health is beginning to fail a bit. And there's been requests already kind of hinted to her that she may need to care for him in the future. I feel like that's a tough one, don't you? He was not faithful to her as a child, yet now she is asked to be faithful to him. As I thought about it more, that's kind of how I see God in the message of Jesus and the gospel. We receive promises from God even when we didn't deserve it, and we benefit from that constant relationship even if we stray from it. And as we receive that faithfulness from our Creator, we are able to demonstrate faithfulness to others which, while it can feel like hard work at times, is beneficial to our well-being, I think. Yeah, not taking care of your end of a commitment can be devastating to any relationship. As kids, we were taught it was wrong to lie. Yet as we've gotten older, the lines tend to become increasingly blurred. This is especially the case when we are faced with challenging conditions in any relationship at work, at home, or at school. Once a relationship becomes about compromising ourselves or denying who we are, We're no longer living in the reality of what that relationship is, but in a fantasy of what we think that relationship should be. 
covering up, lying, cheating. These all have highly destructive impacts on our lives. To me, the biggest takeaway about faithfulness is presence. Presence and commitments, big and small. I feel like the events of the past few years have given many people like an excuse kind of get out of human commitments and relationships. And I, I see the result of this in human health in my job. I see people have increased stress and anxiety and resentment. And a lot of it is traced back to this failure of relationships and faithfulness in a lot of family relationships especially. And this abandonment of faithfulness in relationships is true among families and friendships alike, though. You can't control other people's commitment to faithfulness, but we can control our own commitments. And if you have abandoned a relationship that needs to be restored, I would encourage you to reach out, just be honest, make a promise, keep that promise, build trust, and be present again. I like to think of faithfulness as being legit. Been a fun vacation week. What was your favorite part of this last week, Jen? Let's see. My favorite part was going up north for the 4th of July. And as always, the fireworks at Horsehead Lake are amazing. But my favorite part of the fireworks was the national anthem because your sister sang it and they played it on the radio and it was fabulous. It was definitely tear jerking for sure. What was your favorite part? Obviously, the rest and relaxation, getting away from you know, the daily grind. I think also just being with family. I know I say that a lot, but it means a lot to have our kids with us and hanging out even as adults. So it was a fun week. It's been a fun week. And I enjoyed um, the fireworks also. Also floating in the water when it was hot was amazing. You know what that means. It's time to give something away, but we're going to switch it up this time around. So instead of drawing a name, I'm going to say the first person to comment on our Instagram post for this podcast, which today is July 9th, 2023, and say, I want a hat. We will send you a Soul Pursuit hat. So go make sure you're following us on Instagram, comment on on our post, and you could be a big winner. Yeah. Follow us on our socials, soulpursuit.com. Sold for Soup on Twitter, and Sold for Soup on Instagram. So it's hard to believe that we've done 20 of these episodes, but we're so thankful that you're following us, and we just want to encourage you to be faithful in your relationships at work, at home, school, wherever you're at. Be a faithful person. Go get healthy. Yeah, peace out. (laughs) 